Welcome to the Blue Oasis Podcast. This is the podcast for finding peace and prosperity, learning the history of hobbies, as well as developing a little side hustle. If you want to find peace and prosperity in your life, this is your show. Get ready. You're listening to the Blue Oasis Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Rothstein. All right, let's get to the show. Good morning, everyone. How are you all doing? Uh, Welcome back and welcome if you are new. So this is episode 60 of the Blue Oasis podcast. And today we're going to be talking about side hustles and getting started. Now, um, over the weekend, I was watching the Super Bowl and I thought to myself, look at all this creativity with these commercials. Um, There were a lot of things that uh, video editors could do, um, and certainly you could put a lot of this with Premiere Pro and After Effects. But what I wanted to start with um, first was selling your old items, selling those uh, old cards, uh, and just finding those people that want to buy your things. Um, about two weekends ago, I decided to take my Yu-Gi-Oh cards down to one of those local um, card shop, hobby shops, and and I only got $15 for the cards, and they did not accept all of them. And when you think they're going to um, either accept them or not, I mean, it could be a huge, huge difference. Um, and some of the cards are actually worthless, um, in some cases. I think, um, I went in there expecting more. I think I expected at least, um, 300, mainly because I had a Blue Eyes White Dragon, and I thought it was, uh, rare, and I had a Dark Magician. And then, like, one of the kids, like, looked over my shoulder, and it's like, oh, wow, Dark Magician! Like, They will, like, there is a thing that people have that are just inspired, whether it's the look of the card, the model, like, we value these things. Certainly when it comes to uh, baseball cards as well. Now, I do think um, anyone can get started, and it doesn't have to be with cards. Um, It could be, like, with small toys, those um, those old Radio Shack uh, cards that you uh, got with those little remote controls and those really early um, remote control helicopters from Radio Shack um, or if you had model trains uh, from Lionel or MTH electric trains. Uh, those little things like, yeah, that, yeah, people want to buy those things as well. Um, old computers. We, the price of microchips has skyrocketed over the um, past uh, nearly two years now. And um, microchips are going um, like for the price of like a mortgage, like a fifth of the mortgage, like, I don't know, like maybe 20 grand for some of these. I, okay, I'm, I'm being a little bit hyperbolic, but like it, it's really gotten expensive. And 
and when you go over to, um, you have to import it from Taiwan, it can get costly. You have to one, ship it, and two, you need to mine it and you have to get it back to land. So um, if you do wanna get rid of your old laptop, um, I would recommend this first. Um, please defrag everything, um, clear all your files, back them up on a terabyte drive and just clear everything out. If you wanna go to Best Buy and pay someone to do it and just assist you with that. And if you don't know what you're doing, I'd say it's worth it, especially because you could have your medical information on there and or any financial information on there. And if someone gets that, it's game over. It is game over. So for security reasons, you are going to be well off if you go to Best Buy or some uh, tech um, guy and have them assist you with clearing the files as well. And uh, if you're not comfortable um, doing all that. And, um, and some Macs are going for like $500. I have uh, a 2020 MacBook Air and I'm recording this off of right now. I think it's um, perfect. Uh, it could be worth $500 depending on uh, what model it is, you know, the amount of use. And, and, and if you just want to downgrade as well, that's also worth it. There are some computers right now that are worth uh, $200 um, and you could just even go buy a used computer as well. So remember, these things have value. These things have value. Um, other old stuff that could be sold, um, stuffed animals. I mean, Gary Vee has done this. You know, he buys that old those old stuffed animals and he then just flips them. Um, in terms of flipping, I mean, if you start an eBay account, yeah, you could flip them. You could sell your old items on there and uh, just start an account. And of course, eBay is gonna take some commission on this. Um, so part of me is would rather just drive to the place and just not deal with the headache of eBay taking like uh, like, you know, 10, 20, 30% commission on my sale. And I would rather go to the seller directly and not have a middleman. It makes no sense to me. And that's why I don't uh, particularly use eBay for the most part. Um, in, unless I'm selling an item for over $1,000, I'm not gonna use it, uh, but that's just me. And if you do wanna sell those items, I suggest um, sell them for uh, what you think you they're worth. You know, you can still find those buyers on eBay and Craigslist and such. Um, yeah. Uh, before I go any further, I do want to mention that I was on a podcast on Sunday with Amy Nichols. Uh, she is in my Nomad Network, and uh, we really went back and forth um, for about two hours, um, and it was, I, I did not think I was gonna be able to do a two-hour interview, so I will let you know when that 
um, comes out uh, as well. Uh, so just needed to uh, get that out there. Okay, now uh, selling phones, selling your um, cell phones back to AT&T or Apple, um, getting a commission on that. I say uh, take the money at that point. Um, if you if you're like downgrading to a flip phone and you do not want to have an iPhone and you're really not fancy at all, um, I'd say downgrade to a jitterbug or some flip phone if you are comfortable with doing that. Um, uh, for the most part, um, yeah. If you yeah, if you are not comfortable with uh, with an iPhone and you do want to go all minimalist, yeah, then you're better off getting the $400 and then spending 40 on a flip phone and also switching your cell plan as well. You could probably, like, I mean, you'd save so much money too. And, and that's another thing too, is that you save time, you save money, um, when you do sell these old things and it saves you the headache, you know, like, uh, if you've ever listened to the minimalist podcast, you know, yeah, it's like, I didn't need that thing anyway. And I'm getting some money from it and I'm putting it in the bank or in my Roth or whatever. It's, it's incredible. Um, when you can start selling these old items and, uh, make a huge and, and it makes a huge difference in your life. And we've got to start uh, thinking in terms of, you know, uh, getting that mobile income up. And, and in some cases, uh, if you have a digital product, if you've worked on that project as well, and you have a YouTube video as well, or something to put out there, upload it to a video hosting platform site and, and let people come to it, uh, as well. And, you know, you can convert old VHS tapes to DVD or an MP3 and MP4 rather. And, and you can start an, a YouTube channel based on some old things as well. I mean, there was like that interview of the kit of like, of like things from the eighties that are funny and like America's funniest home videos, uh, ran for over a decade, like 15 years, maybe for good reason. And it wasn't, they, these videos weren't specific dates. They were, some of them were from the eighties as well. Like with super eight, like some really low quality video. And, and if that's not evidence that you can't dig up old stuff and make money out of it, I don't know what is. Uh, there's going to be um, NFTs in the future. And I don't know if we're going to put um, like Joe Burrow and Matthew Stafford on an NFT for like Super Bowl 56 or something, but, and just have them in a video, but, but it, but we're going to get to a point where we have like video as NFTs and they're going to be used as like tickets. Like it's going to be a trailer for the game almost like, 
like, you know, on Fox Sports where they have uh, that intro to like the World Series or the game and you see all these highlights from like, um, from, you know, Mike Trout or Shohei or Aaron Judge or whoever, and then they, and then they start the game. Well, that's going to be, I, I, I do expect in the future, you're going to see something like that as an NFT, uh, ready to go. And, and it's, and it won't be like $4,000. It'll be probably like 40 at the most. I am always glad that, um, that I'm looking ahead to the market, looking ahead to what the future could look like, and also readjusting myself to it. I don't think anyone could have predicted 19 years ago all the things that would have happened. Um, Some things you could predict, and some are obvious, like, yeah, uh, that was a bad idea sort of thing could have happened. It is um, still nothing short of a miracle how, um, you know, those things have led to this point. I think um, if, you know, people love nostalgia and there's going to be a market for it and you can look at the mistakes at the past, see what didn't work for some people and correct them. And this is also another reason why it is important to read history and also understand um, some circumstances as to what's going on and and uh, and how to apply that to your life. Um, for example, in uh, 2009, um, the Pittsburgh Penguins won. And what made that significant was that um, Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, and Marc-Andre Fleury were already there in 08, and they knew how to adjust. They knew uh, Nick Lidstrom. They knew how to beat him in it. Um, and, you know, you're going to get uh, things occur more than once. Um, you're probably going to be in more than one car accident, like I am. Um, it just... It, just statistically speaking, um, that's likely. So uh, if you are ever rammed in the back on on a Sam Ike Highway, uh, you're going to know how to apply. You're going to exchange um, ex- insurance information. And, and you're also going to take more steps to avoid... Um, going into those uh, situations as well. But when it does happen, uh, you'll be more prepared. And yes, I know it's a car wreck. It's something you don't want it to have happen, but um, you will be better off when you do know how to um, uh, have those things and learn about those things and just, and just handle the situation properly. Like what Sidney Crosby learned when he uh, faced Nick Lidstrom as well. And I'm pretty sure Dominic Koshik was also 
I might have still been playing at the time. Uh, I could be wrong about that. Don't quote me on that. Uh, but yeah. Okay, so I do want to finish this show out um, uh, with a good message. Um, when it comes to getting started with your side hustle, when it comes to uh, making that one difference, um, just just begin and go through your closet, go through your drawers, and you probably have something um, uh, that someone wants. You know, one man's trash is another man's treasure. It can uh, just be, it could be that huge difference maker for someone and an extra $500 a month is huge. And guess what? That's an extra six grand a year. What would you do with an extra six grand a year? Tell me, just write it down. Tell me. And now when you do have your business up, um, start putting that, um, what you have sold that the money you've gotten from what, from the old things you've sold, just reinvest that back into your business to pay for the website hosting, um, podcast um, hosting, if you're doing what I'm doing, uh, just reinvest that as well. And that is also um, another reason uh, to start selling. So you actually have enough money to fund and get started and to bootstrap uh, your online business as well. And and uh, that'll conclude it. Um, I appreciate all of you. Um, please let me know what you think of this. Uh, rate this podcast five stars on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Also, please be sure to share this with all your friends and family. And I will see you all in the next episode.